girls. Welcome to Benevolence, where kindness matters and all are welcome to the table. I am your host, Ceci. Benevolence is a ministry where we uplift and encourage through topics of conversation that are important in our Christian walk. We are going to get real. We will focus on topics that we are curious about and what many are afraid to talk about. You were listening to episode 7. Hey mama, God still has a plan for you. How to embrace motherhood without losing your identity. So sit back, relax, and let's get to it. What is up, homegirls? Sassy here, and today I have the privilege of doing a solo episode based on some of my personal experiences. My co-host and BFF Nisha will also have her solo episode, so make sure to stay tuned for that one. So on today's episode, I will be sharing my personal experiences about motherhood and how I struggled with losing myself as a woman. It was hard believing that God still had a plan for me, even though I was given the greatest gift of being a mother. Motherhood has definitely changed my life in so many ways, and it's easy to look back and wish that we were the same independent woman from our single days. It's easy to look back and wish for our independence, boldness, the confidence, the drive, the dreams, the goals that we had before entering parenthood. And I'm sure that there are many people who believe that children are dream crushers. So they choose to have them later on in life or none at all. And obviously there are other, many other factors, but this is definitely one on the list. Before I had my daughter, I was very independent, adventurous, extroverted, I was bold, I was fun. I had lots of friends and had some major goals for my life. And during pre-motherhood, I truly had the confidence that I would reach my dreams no matter what. I also had the mindset that no matter what, child or no child, they were not going to change me as an individual. But girl, I was so wrong. So here's a little bit of my transition from, you know, uh, independent married woman to motherhood. So... I basically had Victoria in early 2015, and there is no manual, no word of advice, or well-intentioned person that can prepare you for the major life change that my husband and I encountered. We were oblivious to the amount of responsibility that we were bringing home after we gave birth. And I'll never forget the drive home from the hospital. We were scared. We had a little person in our car who was not there a day ago, and we had no idea how fast the pressures of parenthood would change our lives forever. Another aspect of motherhood that no one warned me about was postpartum depression, baby blues, whatever you call it, that would come sneaking around, and it hit me hard. I cried a lot, and I felt that I wasn't connecting with my daughter at all. Not only was I feeling the overwhelmingness of being a new mom, postpartum hit, and I started to feel like I was losing myself. I was losing who I used to be, the overly confident, extroverted woman who had dreams and goals that she wanted to accomplish in her 20s. And no longer did I feel like the carefree woman that I used to be. I had responsibilities now. A little human was looking to me for survival, love, and affection. Here are some of my thoughts. Um, These were just the thoughts that came into my head during that time. First was like, is this what my life is going to be like here on out? Taking care and being responsible for this new human? Will I ever accomplish those goals and dreams that I had before she came into my life? I'm so tired. Will I ever get the rest and sleep that I need? I should be doing more for my daughter. I'm not connecting with her. How are these other moms doing it? Shouldn't I be happy that God blessed me with a beautiful daughter? 
How could something so wonderful feel so overwhelming? I'm not giving my husband the attention that he deserves. Will he still love me? Will things change for us? Will I ever finish school? Will I ever get my degree or get the dream job? And by the way, I was pregnant throughout my last year of college. And I gave birth during spring semester. So it was crazy. Another question that came up was like, is that confident, motivated woman still inside of me? I don't feel like me anymore. And finally, if I focus on myself, I'm not being a good mom. So I felt so much guilt and shame. And the major question that I would ask God is, God, do you still have a plan for me? Well, let me tell you, girl, beautiful mama, the answer to this question is yes. A great big oh yes. And I'm going to go into scripture now because without scripture, you know what I mean? Like scripture solidifies the promises um, that God has for us. So, you know, we can hear them audibly. We can hear them in a general sense. But when we go to his word and we read it from there, it solidifies the promise. And God doesn't break his promises. So one of my favorite, favorite verses ever, I think of all time, is Jeremiah 29, 11. And I always refer back to this because... It's so clear. It's, it's, there's no vagueness. There's no grayness to the verse. It's straight up. So Jeremiah 29, 11 states, For I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Now, this promise applies to you no matter what stage of life you are in. The verse doesn't say, Hey, single girl. Hey, boss lady. Hey, confident woman. I have a plan for you. It's a promise from God to all of his children, including you. So maybe you're at a point in your life that you feel like you've lost yourself. Maybe you're a new mom, or maybe your children are a little older and you feel like the responsibilities of motherhood have caused you to forget who you were before motherhood, the woman you used to be. Here are some things that helped me find myself. I found myself when I believed it was okay to do things for me meaning prioritizing and placing boundaries. You know, as parents, we think that now our life has to be completely devoted to our children. And yes, while God has called us to take care of our children before you come at me, <laughs> we need to establish some boundaries so that we can pursue the things we want to do. Sometimes you're going to have to change some things around and make some sacrifices so that you can accomplish a goal you've always wanted to achieve. So let me give you an example. I got pregnant during my last year of college. I gave birth smack dab in the middle of the year and juggling a baby, a newborn baby, and my final classes seemed impossible, but I was able to accomplish it because I surrounded myself with people that could help me. My hubby, for example, we were able to take turns with feedings, changings, quality time where I would scramble away at my schoolwork. So we kind of just established this team. We were like, we got to work together because not only was I doing school, I had postpartum. Um, I was graduating in May. That was, you know, the date. And then I had literally this newborn. Like she was born in January when the semester started. So the, the, the last few classes that I had, which was like maybe three or four. So I'm coming into this, you know, and you know, like, I didn't know what the teachers were like. 
I had to take care of this newborn. I was on maternity leave. Believe it or not, I think it was like, I was on maternity leave for like six weeks and that was it. I had to go back to work because unfortunately, um, my job at the time didn't have, um, I believe it's called F FMLA. I didn't have none of that. Like our insurance wasn't, wasn't good. So I was using up like a lot of no pay days and a lot of, uh, vacation days and sick days. I used it all during that time. So it was very overwhelming, but having Anthony there, we were able to kind of work as a team. So he helped me out with a lot of feedings. Um, I didn't breastfeed for those that are wondering because <clears throat> I just wasn't able to. Um, so we just went straight into formula. So that's how it worked. One night he took care of the feedings and I slept through the night. When the, when the next night, we'd, we'd alternate. I would go ahead and um, take care of the feedings while he would sleep through. So we just we just worked as a team. Um, you know, going to campus, I had to go to campus as well. So I went to campus because there were some required face-to-face -face classes. I was taking assessments. So believe it or not, I had to establish, um, I had to prioritize. Yes, I had a newborn baby, but I was so close to, to graduation. I was like, nah, man, like I'm going to take care of this baby. I'm going to give her everything, you know. We're going to survive through this through this stage, but I have got to finish school, and I did. So I also had the amazing help of my parents and in-laws who took care of Victoria during those early years while I finished school. So if this is something that is not your reality, you can I would suggest trying and see what other priorities you have that, you, that can be pushed so that you can maneuver them to a schedule that is convenient for you. And this is just what works for me, honestly. Um, but honestly, finish that school, take that course, find that new job that you've always wanted. Just because you're a mom doesn't mean that your dreams and goals are lost forever. Another way to rediscover yourself is by taking it one day at a time. And I know it sounds so cliche. It's easy to look ahead and feel the instant overwhelmingness of all that you have to do and all those goals and dreams that you want to accomplish. But the word of God says in Philippians 4, 6, and 7, it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known, be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So ask Jesus to give you that peace that surpasses all understanding. He knows what you need and he will give it to you at exactly the moment that you need him. Another thing, um, another way that I found myself was when I celebrated the good and I chose joy. I celebrated life. I celebrated many accomplishments, like even like getting through the first three months um, of Victoria's, you know, life getting like I took every little milestone was a big was celebrated. So celebrate yourself as a woman of God, fight insecurity, overwhelmingness, self-pity, sadness, Acknowledge that you are unhappy and then make the necessary changes to allow God to fill you with his joy. He's literally the only thing that can that filled me with joy during that time of like uncertainty and postpartum. And my schedule was super, super crazy because of school. But like, honestly, I I had to reflect and I had to choose joy and I had to take my thoughts captive because, man, 
we can get deep. We can go into a dark place really, really quick. So it's important to take your thoughts captive and not entertain those bad thoughts. Um, so that, you know, just to kind of like avoid being overwhelmed. Like I was just talking to a friend recently because I'm still working on it. Like Victoria's eight years old, but I'm still trying to learn to take my thoughts captive. And I'm still trying to not entertain my thoughts. It's a learning process. It's eight years later and I'm still dealing with the same thing, but we have to celebrate the good. We have to choose go. We have to choose joy. We have to take our thoughts captive. And and when those negative thoughts come in, we can't entertain them. And we have to allow God to fill up fill us with his joy. Another way that I found myself was when I made date nights a priority with hubby. Um so if you're out there and you're married or you know you have a a boyfriend and you have a kid, you share a kid together, whatever your situation is, I know that when you become a new mom, you your relationship with your significant other or husband gets a little bit like dry. Um your body is changing, your life has changed drastically, and honestly, just one thing that I can like one piece of advice that I could share with you is don't forget your husband. Like, don't forget your significant other, you know? Start dating your husband again, whether you have a newborn baby or you don't. Maybe, you're, maybe your children are a little older. But parenting takes up our lives. And occasionally, like, it's there's going to be moments <laughs> where it's going to be a little dry. Um, but it's so, so important to make date nights and Spend time with your husband and significant other um, without children. And it will help strengthen your relationship. You know, something that I heard a few years ago that kind of changed. I believe it was a TikTok, I'm not going to lie. And it's something that kind of changed my perspective. Um, your spouse is your priority and your children are your responsibility. So I'm going to say that again. Your spouse is your priority and your children are your responsibility. So at the end of the day, when your children go off and start their own lives, you will be left with your husband. So make sure that your relationship and that bond, that fire is kept burning. Um, I've heard so many stories and honestly, you chose, you know, obviously God is first, but next is hubby. Next is your significant other. Don't allow, you know, parenting to kind of fog up so you, to the point and like cloud up everything that you are dedicating your entire life to your children. And yes, that's good. That's okay. But don't forget your hubby. Don't, don't forget your significant other because um, you chose them first. So once again, your spouse is your priority, but your children are your responsibility. At the end of the day, when your kids leave your house, you have to stay with your your spouse. So think about those things. So keep the fire alive. Make date nights a priority once a week, once a month if you can, depending on your schedules. And if you have people that can that you trust that can take care of your kids, like use it. Use them. <laughs> Cause I promise you that it'll help out. Another way that I found myself was when I treated myself and started to do something new. So for example, um, doing things you love, things that I love. Here we go. Drinking coffee. Now, 
I do love drinking coffee. I literally wake up in the morning and what I'm salivating, I don't even know if that's a word, but the first thing that comes to my head after I pray and thank God for another day of life and I'm like, oh my God, I cannot wait to get my coffee. So that is something that I love. I also like going to bookstores. Um, I love going shopping. I love, um, I think that's basically it. I love shopping. I love buying like journals and new notebooks. Even if I don't write in them, I love to have them. I love um, stationery and all those types of things and stickers and all of that. So yeah, I love to eat too. So I love to go to restaurants and try new things and eat. Um, I just truly enjoy food. So you know, treat yourself every now and then. And also, start something new. Pick up a hobby. Um, go get a manicure, pedicure. Go to your favorite coffee shop. Buy yourself an outfit. Refresh yourself. Refresh your mind with things you love. And I promise, that, I promise you that you will start feeling like yourself again. Um, in, like, in the hobby section regarding hobbies. You know, I started this podcast in mid-2018. And it was definitely out of my comfort zone. And I wondered how I was going to do both parenting and podcasting. My daughter was two years old at the time. But starting Benevolence really helped me. Um, it helped my mental health. It helped my heart. I believe that God really wanted me to do this. And it gave me purpose. Purpose to inspire women to walk in the fullness of God. And honestly, it, helped me, it has helped push me to be the best version of myself. So if one of your dreams is to start something, a new business, a podcast, a YouTube channel, whatever the case may be, start taking small steps to get yourself started and you'll be so glad that you did. Another way that I found myself um, within motherhood and not losing my identity was when I surrounded myself with trusted family and friends. You know, parenting really does take a village, and but it can also be very lonely. So don't be afraid to ask for help, especially when people you love, um, like especially from people you love and support you and that love your kids. Don't forget that, you know, find friends who can who can be perfect, who you can be perfectly imperfect with. <laughs> find friends who support you as a mother and who are willing to tag along during life stressful moments. You know, find family members who are there for you. I thank God for um, my parents and my in-laws and you know, um, they were there for me and Anthony in the very beginning, taking care of Victoria, and they still do to this day. So I'm really grateful for them um, for that. Another way that, and this is the final way that I found myself when I took time for God. And I know that it just sounds so cliche, especially when you're in a moment of deep, des deep desperation. But as women and as mothers, we have to get to know, we have to go into a deeper relationship with God. And we need to, through the mystery of who he is, we have to learn about his character. And I promise you that when I took time for God, things began to look clearer, um, if that makes any sense. It seemed like I was in this cloud of motherhood. That motherhood, motherhood, motherhood. I was never going to, to do or be or accomplish or achieve any of the things that I had planned prior to becoming a mother. And I promise you that I did all of those other things. But the moment that I took time for Jesus 
and I wanted to strengthen my relationship with him, the cloud that kind of blinded my view of the future of who I was as a child, a daughter of God, it started to become clearer. It was literally clearer. And I promise you, if it wasn't, if it weren't for God's presence, I don't think that I would be where I am. And I come to God every day and I ask him to mold me into the woman of God, the mother and the wife that he wants me to be. I surrender my plans to him and my goals to him. I ask him to strengthen me to continue to raise my daughter while not losing myself at the same time. So I promise you that if you come to Jesus with your concerns and your cares and your dreams and your goals, he will give you the reassurance that he is not done with you. He will give you that peace to know that your life is in his hands, that he holds your future, and you can rest assured that he's got you and he will fight for you. So mama, you haven't lost yourself. There is still so much more that God has intended for you. Your story is not at the end. Your story is still being written. So once again, I want to go over these points. Remember that it's okay to do things for yourself. Place some boundaries around, you know, you and the things um, that you want to achieve. Prioritize yourself. Take it one day at a time. Honestly, celebrate the good. Choose joy. Make date nights a priority. Make time with your spouse a priority through this season of parenting. Treat yourself and start something new. Don't be afraid. Surround yourself with trusted family and friends who support you through this time. And finally, the most important, take time for Jesus and strengthen your relationship with him. He will make things clearer for you, I promise. So yes, you're not the same single carefree, in, carefree, independent woman that you were before you had children, but you are not lost. You are better, you are wiser, and are still being refined and reworked for God's glory. So as we finalize this episode of Benevolence, we just want you to remind you that you will always have a seat at the table. You are loved, you are chosen, and you have a purpose. And know, Mama, that I am here for you. You can always reach out to me on Benevolence through my DMs or my personal account. And honestly, if you feel like you need to talk to someone, if you're a mom, if you're a new mom or an old mom, and um, not an old mom, but you know what I mean, you have older kids, and you feel like you have lost yourself in the title of becoming a mom, like reach out to me and I will be here to pray for you. Just know your story is being written. You still have a plan and God has your steps ordered. So just know and be in peace with that. So thank you all for tuning into Benevolence where kindness matters and all are welcome to the table. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Benevolence Podcast for more fun posts and videos. Benevolence Podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. And stay tuned for next Monday's episode of Benevolence. You don't want to miss it. Bye.